Hey gorgeous souls, today I have four limiting beliefs in the online business industry that I want to share with you because these are probably subtly holding you back. At least one of them will be. So let's get right into it. The first one is this need to show up as high vibe all the time. Now, there's a balance, sure, we want to show up in a good mood for our audience because we don't want to show up negative and sick and feeling terrible and, and bringing your mood down and your audience's mood down. But this idea that you have to be absolutely perfect and enthusiastic and, and have perfect energy and emotions so that you can absolutely inspire your audience in the most perfect way, that perfectionism is a limiting belief and it's going to hold you back because think about it. How often are you feeling absolutely energetically and emotionally perfect to a T, especially when you want to sit down and do this thing that is an action, that is work that you might need to set up some things first. You might need to prep some notes. It's great if you are feeling inspired about it. And a tip to feeling inspired is to think about that audience and think about your reason why. And that might stir up those feelings of enthusiasm and passion within you. But don't feel like you need to show up passionately all the time. Traditionally, teachers and university lecturers and whoever is teaching, they need to show up every day no matter how they're feeling. And even the most enthusiastic, kind-hearted, positive teachers that have a huge impact on kids. Like we agree that teachers like that, they have a fantastic impact on kids. They're not gonna be perfect absolutely every day. And teachers will show up no matter what, no matter how they're feeling. There are some teachers who show up and they might just be monotone and just not really passionate about their work, but they're still delivering that content, delivering that information and you don't need to have absolutely high vibe energy in order to bring someone your wisdom, to share your experiences, to inspire them, to bring insights. I'm thinking back about all the teachers I've ever met in my life. Teachers at schools, teachers who were um, like invited in to give a talk in the school, teachers in university, teachers that I've had from books and audio programs and things like that. They show up as they are. They don't need to be high vibe all the time. In this online space, we've mixed business teaching with personal development and mindset work and psychology. And sure, it's lovely to inspire people. I think it's also that coaching thing coming like, come on guys, let's be enthusiastic. That's great. But teachers don't need to be like that. Think of Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle is calm and Wayne Dyer and Louise Hay, they're all calm teachers, not necessarily overtly enthusiastic. You don't need to be perfect in order to teach. And I'm going to run into this second limiting belief of perfectionism because if you feel like it needs to be perfect, you need to record the perfect video, you need to have your makeup done perfectly, your hair done perfectly, you need to be in the right clothes, you need to have everything branded at certain colors, all those things, that's going to hold you back because how often are you going to have absolutely all your ducks in a row? And if you're waiting for that moment to show up, it means you're going to show up less 
Or you might stagnate altogether and just not do it at all. You might just be wishing and hoping for this one day that you feel in the perfect mood to show up. I love in Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Big Magic, and she talks about the muse and how it's really important to sit down at your laptop ready to write before you're going to get inspiration to write. Sometimes you need to be writing before you get in that flow. If you're walking around doing other things, if you believe in this muse, this inspiration, you're doing these other things and you're busy, why would the muse come to you at that moment? You need to sit down and be there ready for it. Start getting that momentum because often enthusiasm comes from momentum. It comes from taking action and taking the first step. And I'm really glad that today I'm showing up with a bit of enthusiasm and I'm getting into that momentum and I'm using these intonations in my voice, getting excited about it. And that's because I'm connecting with you guys and thinking about the why and I've built this momentum. Now, it's only about 7.30 in the morning and I got straight out of bed and I came up to film this video. I'm half in my pajamas. And you'll see that a lot of my videos, I'm half in my pajamas. And the reason is because it's first thing in the morning. I haven't had other things that zap my energy or make me stressed out. I homeschool two kids full time, so I can get stressed out. And I don't want to show up to you guys in a stressed out mood. Going back to that first point, I need to be able to show up and talk to you guys without me being stressed. It's about you as well. If you are feeling terrible, if you're sick, if you're sleepy and you can't show up, that's fine. Skip that day, but all the other days, show up and give it a go. And if your video, if you keep kind of stalling, if you just really can't get that momentum, give yourself a break and stop maybe for that day. That's fine, but try because you might get in that rhythm. You might make something that is good or something that is good enough. I love how Denise Duffield Thomas talks about placeholders. She created a video for her website that was like the draft version. She just wanted to put it up there for now. And she actually used it for a time. She thought, okay, I'll put it out there. It's good enough and I'll go back to it later. And then she ended up leaving it up there for years because it was good enough, even though it wasn't the perfect way that she had envisioned. She realized that good enough is good enough and it gets the job done. Now, especially with ADHD, if you have ADHD, you can't be, okay, you can, but if I went around spending my energy on all these things this morning, if I had breakfast first, if I was the kind of person to wear makeup, if I had wonderful branded clothes, I would love that. I would love to have branded clothes for you, like that I could just chuck on, that would be great. But if I spent all this time making things absolutely perfect before I showed up for you, I wouldn't have the energy to do this, or I at least wouldn't have as much energy to do this. So I believe in showing up imperfectly. I think it sets a really good standard and a really good um, like role model for other people that you can show up as a normal human being in this online business space. You don't need to be perfect. It's not, it's like people teach, um, it's like people treat it as this online summit like a, not an online summit, but like a, a business summit, like a huge networking event where everyone has to have their business suits on and be high vibe and energetic and ready to meet people. The online business space doesn't need to be like that. It's a space where everyone can come and show up and share their wisdom, knowledge and experiences. And that 
helps people. And that leads me into my next point that you don't need to have it all together first. You don't need to have your entire life perfect. You don't need to have your business suit on or it's like the business suit of today's world is like your perfectly branded clothes, right? You don't need to have that all lined up before you can show up. You can show up as you are, the person that you are and teach the things that you know. You don't need to have like a six figure business before you teach business for your niche. Plenty of people just started businesses and then they were asked, hey, you're teaching business for eyelash technicians. You're teaching business for lawyers how to do this certain thing. You're teaching business for dog trainers. Can you teach me? And the knowledge isn't, the knowledge is in the experience that you've had as you, as that person, as whatever your niche is, not as, oh, look, kudos that you've got a six-figure business or you've done this or that. It's like this weird standard that we teach is like the university certificate. I've got six figures, you can trust me. If you show up and you build no like and trust with your audience, if you demonstrate that you understand your niche, you don't need to have business suits on and six-figure certificate. You just, you teach what you know. You show up as you are because you as you are is valuable and worthy. And I really think that <clears throat> these there are these beliefs behind, I'm, I'm teaching you like the specific belief, but the belief behind this is worthiness and earning your value. You don't need to earn it. You can show up as you are. You are worthy as you are. The perfectionism belief is you need to be perfect. You need to be a different, more ideal version of yourself before you can show up. No. And then there's this other limiting belief of having to work for it. I kind of mentioned earn your worth before, but having to work for it and put in hard work and earn it. Whereas online business can be super easy. And that's my fourth point, but I won't go to that just yet. Hold on. I wanted to say, I think apparently Tony Robbins said it. I can't remember if he says you need to be just two steps ahead or two inches ahead. Someone said two steps, someone said two inches. You only need to be two steps ahead of someone in order to lead them in order to teach them, in order to help them. You don't need to have the perfect life. You don't need to have six figures. You don't need to have your dream home. You don't need to have your branded clothes. If you've been through an experience, if you have mastered a skill, you can teach that skill. Again, think about teachers in the classroom. They don't need to have an absolutely perfect life. They just need to know the content that they're teaching. They need to be able to share and help you. A teacher in a woodworking class isn't necessarily a pro carpenter, but they know how to use a saw. They know how to screw bits together and they know how to teach you those techniques. They only need to be two steps ahead in order to teach and the same is with you. I learned this the hard way. I, I knew this, but I decided, I knew that I wanted to be a coach when I was 17 years old, but I felt like I was too young. So I got into this mindset of, I need to wait until I'm older, until I have more experience before I can teach. And as time went on, I learned more things and I got more things in my life together. But all that happened is suddenly I had an overwhelming amount of things that I wanted to teach. And 
Um, let me just... Ah, I had an overwhelming amount of things that I wanted to teach. I had to articulate, if I wanted to now teach it, I had to articulate things like a bunch of things at once and also going back in time. So thinking back and if I had taught it in the moment, it would have been right there in front of me um, at the forefront of my mind. And it would have had all this enthusiasm of I've just been through this. I've just mastered this. I've just learned this thing. So I've spent years learning all these different areas in my life and being passionate about teaching them, but thinking, oh no, I just need to get more things together first. And that's led to this point where I realized, hang on, if I had taught it when I was just those two steps ahead, it, it would have been so much more passionate and natural and articulate because all that information would have been just there rather than waiting until I have all my, not all my life together, obviously, but moving on to my next passion. And there is a um, archetype of like a personality of person who is designed to learn and teach, learn and teach, learn and teach. And right after you've learned it is that point where it's the ideal point to teach it. And then this type of person moves on to learning a new thing because that's their pattern. And that's exactly what I'm like. I love to learn things and all these things that I've learned, they are so helpful. But if I were to go back and try and teach you the things that I learned eight years ago, those things won't be at the forefront of my mind. I won't have as much enthusiasm for them. I will probably forget some details. Or if I wanted to go back through my notes back then, that would take a whole lot of work. And also a lot of the stuff that I learned just seems obvious to me now. So when you're teaching something that you've just been through it, you can remember all those nuanced details. And I just, I believe it's a perfect time to teach things. So let's get rid of this idea that you have to have your entire life perfect. Let's get rid of this idea that you need to spend 10 years mastering something before you can teach it. Because I think there's a lot of value in that new experience in someone who's just been through it rather than someone who's taken it for granted. And I do believe that my 17 year old self could have made a fabulous coach because although she didn't have heaps of life experience and probably lacked understanding of the trials we can go through in life, she had so much passion and positivity and belief in people achieving their dreams. I think she could still have helped people. And I've actually had to go back and bring back that kind of, um, uh, what's it called? A little bit of naivety and um, using that naivety to fuel my core belief that everyone can achieve their dreams. So wherever you're at, you can teach people now. You just got to be two steps ahead. So we've covered high vibe. You don't need to be high vibe. You don't need to be perfect. You don't need to have your entire life together first. And um, the last thing is hard work. This idea that business has to be hard work. And you'll see some teachers, like I mentioned to Denise Stuffield-Thomas before, she's great because she says business can be easy. Let it be easy. But most of the online business teachers are teaching you that it's hard work. Um, even manifestation teachers, they say, okay, let's manifest it. All right, we've got to do all this work journaling. You've got to do all these different actions every day. You have to think about your 
perfect dream life and the ideal version of you and then try and be her and then it will come to you. That is this limiting belief about hard work and putting effort in. That's telling you that you need to change yourself and be perfect before you can have the things you want and the things that you want to manifest. But that's not what manifestation is about. It's about making things easier and quicker and allowing some universal magic to come in and guide you along the way. The only work there is, is aligning your subconscious mind with your conscious mind and your heart's desires so you believe that it can happen. And then that belief is what allows the manifestation to happen. And also, yeah, when you align those things and you know what the action is, the next step, you need to take that next step in some cases, in some cases. I do have a podcast episode um, or a YouTube video. It won't be on. I don't know if my podcast is going to carry on for my other podcast or not. But if you go to my YouTube channel, Marley Darling, it's on there somewhere about manifestation does. Oh, hang on. I lost my train of thought. This idea that manifestation requires action, but sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you just desire the thing and believe you can have it and then it happens. And that's how I manifested $100,000 when I wanted a new house and to get out of my crappy little apartment. But it's like this new wave of manifestation is saying, hang on guys, we've got to do the hard work first. We've got to take action. You need to be your perfect self and you need to do the work um, like, the journaling and the, the inner work, and then you need to do the outer work. No, sometimes you need to take action. You need to take the next step, but it shouldn't be this big, overwhelming, hard work thing. You don't need to do a whole bunch of inner work first. I love to teach the how of kind of doing some of that inner work, but it's more in a way that brings you insights and understanding. And I believe if you have this self-awareness and can see the patterns, the old patterns and the old stories and the limiting beliefs, if you understand how to pick up on them, you can pick up on them in your daily life. You can pick up on them in conversations with people and go, hang on, is that absolutely true? Maybe not. You don't need to do a several week, several month course on manifesting. You don't need to do all this scripting out of things. You can if you want to, but it doesn't need to be hard work. And the same thing is with online business. So online business teachers, they're teaching these big complex systems and teaching, uh, it just, it's so overcomplicated. There are teachers who say you need to be in all the social medias at once. There are teachers that say you have to have all these systems in place before you can start. There are a lot of business coaches that are teaching their way from maybe it's because that they've got to this certain level or maybe it's just their style that they have big teams and so they can do all these little things all over the place. But especially for the newbie and the ADHD brain, that doesn't work. That's so overwhelming and it feels like you can never get to that place. But that's not necessary. All you need is to grow your audience, like find people to talk to and then give them your offer. That's all. You need an offer and you need an audience. That is all. And however you do that, is fine. That's your way. You might have a podcast. 
you might have an Instagram. But don't try and be in all the places at once because it's like that saying, if you chase two rabbits at once, you're going to catch neither. You're going to burn out. Now, for the last few years, I have created all these systems and these plans and thought about how I could be in oh, just a couple of places at once, just a couple of places. But then by doing that, you don't go all in on the one place and your energy is scattered and it's like you make a little bit of progress on a lot of things rather than a lot of progress in one. A lot of people who are really successful in the business world, they just started with one thing, just one YouTube or one Instagram and that built, it built up and then they expanded. Then like by doing that, they had an audience come to them and say, hey, can you teach me this? Whatever it may be, choose your one thing. And that does not mean starting a podcast and writing a book or um, it just, just choose one, literally one strategy and go with that. And you will find that you are less overwhelmed. You're more focused, even if it seems like a little thing. Little things are big things. Starting a podcast is a big thing. There are a lot of things you need to learn. Um, and I just, I really believe in choosing one action and going with it consistently. In James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, he talks about that 1%. If you do 1% every day, think about how much progress you will have made by the end of a year. And you can't do that if you're chasing two rabbits. So choose your one platform to build your audience, whatever it may be, and your offer and perfect your offer. And I will be teaching offers in energy empresses um, and how to do that simply because your offer, if you craft it well, it doesn't matter what other things you have. It doesn't matter so much perfectness. It doesn't matter if you're super high vibe and enthusiastic. It doesn't matter if you're branded. If you have an offer that speaks to people, then they will be interested. And I, I recently, a year or so ago, saw myself in action with this because I, I clicked on it. Okay. This is the funnel that the lady did. She had a free webinar, um, but it was like a, a class for kids an online class for kids. And so I signed my kids up for that. It was a science class. It was really great. And then after that, she invited you into her program and her website was so basic. It was just like text on a page with photos on there every so often, but she was speaking to me. It was the content of her words and her offer was so good. It was like about science and it, it said things like um, about having to find elaborate materials and having to look up different lesson plans and just gave all the reasons why her program would make my life easier and would benefit my kids. And I was in because the offer was so good. It was what I needed and she spoke to me. She niched down to me as a homeschooling parent and it worked and she didn't need to have it perfect first. So that's an example for you about it doesn't need to be perfect. In my first business, my first business, it's still running today. I sold it and other people run it now. Um, it was a market, is a market for pre-loved clothes. And my offer was, hey, do you have too many clothes? Everyone has too many clothes. How about you clear out your wardrobe and change those clothes into cash? Come and have a stall at my market. And that offer built this momentum. I had my first market 
I kept it so simple, okay? I just had to hire a hall and find people, offer an audience and a way to deliver it. So the hall was the way to deliver it. That's the other thing you need as well. And there are so many easy ways to deliver your program now. You could use Kajabi. You could just deliver it over Zoom. My first online course I just did in a Facebook group. It can be so easy. You don't need to overcomplicate it. So I had my haul, my offer, which was sell your clothes that you don't need. And the audience, the way that I got the audience is I printed out black and white uh, flyers and I went and stuck them up in public bathrooms and at bus stops. And I sold out that first market and everyone loved it. They said, this is a fantastic idea. This is exactly what we need. And so I did another one the next month. And now it's been running for 11 years because of that offer is just what people needed. And it was so easy because as soon as people see that, everyone needs it. I'm not saying that everyone, absolutely everyone needs what you have. Okay, not everyone needed that either. It was mostly women. Um, but if there's someone in your niche, like I love the, the dog training example. Lots of people have dogs. If you have a troublesome dog, then you're going to go to a dog trainer. If you have what what your niche needs, they will come to you. I love, I heard of someone who specializes in border collies and I thought that was fantastic because if you have a dog that's a border collie, you're going to go to the border collie trainer. So I'm not going to go into niche right now, but if you, if you have a good niche, you have a good offer, um, then it doesn't, it, business doesn't need to be hard work. I needed to come back to that belief. Give me a sec. I need a drink. Uh, yeah, so my poor husky morning voice, but I'm so glad I've showed up to share this with you. So those are those limiting beliefs that the industry holds, okay? These are collective beliefs, collective attitudes that I don't think people are noticing. I, yeah, I find it interesting, especially the manifestation teachers and their manifestation attitude at the moment, this hard work, really subtle hard work perfectionist you need to change yourself thing change how you act no you can you can have exactly what you want exactly as you are same with online business show up as you are show up with pajama pants if you want because it is the things that you are sharing that is going to help people it's not how your hair looks how your makeup looks it's not your branding those are just like icing cherry on the cake type things that are used to remove friction in people's minds when they're watching you because they have nice things to look at. It's good for their eyes. Psychologically, if everything's branded, it might appeal to them more. But that's stuff that you can, if you really want that, you can work on it later if you want to. But if you never get that momentum, you never get started, you never film your things because you feel like you have to be perfect or high vibe, then you're never going to get there to that point. And I use this example that if we sit here and we're thinking about our business and we're thinking about all the avenues um, that it can that we need to do, we're kind of thinking about it all at once. And then when we go to do it, it's not possible to do everything all at once. And it's like trying to mold clay without actually holding the clay first. You've got to hold it and start with something and make something and then... When you've got that clay and you've made it into a shape, you can perfect it. You can add little lines and decorations or whatever, 
but you need the actual clay first. I need to go back and say something about that business thing. Um, business coaches teaching all these complex systems, teaching it from ways where they have big teams, they don't think about the ADHD brain. And I really think ADHDers need to do business a lot, like a lot differently. And there are so many ADHDers that are entrepreneurs. They say probably 30% of entrepreneurs are ADHD, but they aren't the ones teaching business. And when they do teach business, they say, oh, you've just got to do it your own way. You've just got to find your own path because that's what they did. They had to find their own path because nothing else worked. So I would really love for you, if you don't find yourself resonating with business advice out there and business coaches out there, either just pick and choose what does resonate with you or stop listening to them. Because if you are listening to this advice that's not designed for your brain, you're going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to feel unworthy. You're going to feel like something's wrong with you and you can't do it but that's not the case we just need to do it in a different way and we need advice that isn't overwhelming and hopefully my advice of just figuring out your offer talking to your audience and then having a way to deliver it hopefully that helps you hopefully that focusing on one thing instead of two rabbits find that one platform don't be on all the platforms hopefully that helps you Hopefully this idea of showing up as you are, not being perfect, you could maybe wear your pajama bottoms, not necessarily being high vibe and doing it when you have the energy, hopefully that helps you. So one of those four, which one of those four or if all of them are you, maybe try and smash those beliefs and hopefully just through bringing you this insight that has helped you be aware of them and then in, in future, if they pop up, you can say, hang on, that's not necessarily true. I'm going to do things a different way that work for me. All right, guys, I will see you in the next podcast episode. Um, yeah, I will see you then. Bye.